Hello, it's me. It's been a few. No, okay. <laughs> We're back. Um, hello everyone. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, apologies for that, but we are back today. Um, we've had a lot of travel, a lot of wedding prep, um, lots going on. We also have jobs. Um, so apologies to all of the hardcore listeners who were looking for a pod the last two weeks. Unfortunately, we couldn't get one out. But we're here today. We're pulling in. Um, we've got croaky voices, but we, uh, we're we going to get this done, Ben. Um, I might do 20, 20 minutes with G and uh, then uh, Daddy's got to go away for a honeymoon. And uh, I'm going to leave the kids. I'm going to leave the kids alone to finish off this week. Um, so with me here today, it's just my, it's just myself and, um, Mr. Ben Scott. Um, if, if for any of the hardcore listeners out there who, uh, who listened to our very first pilot episode of this podcast, this podcast is just a pod made by, um, a group of friends who like to, uh, play golf together and chat absolute crap and, uh, just enjoy each other's company and, uh, a, f- a prime example of that is that um, Ben, um, who was very sick before my wedding, um, he was in, he was over at the US Open and then he flew to Scotland for a trip and he basically did not play any golf over in Scotland at all because he was so sick. But even so, he booked a flight um, and got on the plane and came over for my wedding and he even made a reading in the church with uh, two black lungs and uh he was very breathless and the whole church was um was not really sure if he was ever going to get the, the full reading out, but he managed to get it out. Um so that just shows you how much we care about each other on this podcast. Um you don't get that in every other podcast with all their sponsors and their big monies and their no jobs and their two pods a week. Forget that. Forget Joe Rogan. You want to listen to covered it with a bunch of lads with black lungs. I won't, I'm not sure I'll ever thank you for giving me the long reading. There was <laughs> there was five of us who had to give readings in the church and the other four were all nice and short and I had to give out a list of people that anyway, I was I was bre- people couldn't tell if I was breathless, if I was emotional, what was going on. It was a mixture of everything. I think um, Father Dan was about to go over and give you a smack on the back to get the get the air out. Um, um, pa- Patrick, yeah. it's good to be back. It actually feels a bit like a pilot episode again. Um it does. Whatever experience we built up in the first 20 episodes I think it's gone out the window I've, I've completely forgotten how we do this <laughs> I have no idea what's going on it's been so strange not doing one for two weeks yeah um there's been people roaring and screaming at us in the in the messages um and whatsapps to me and in the quack dms saying what's going on where's the um where's the pod but listen people like we've got we've got other things to be doing <laughs> other than this like do you know what I mean Life if, gets you want busy. Pod, if you want a pod every week then you know help us get a sponsor um so that we can quit our jobs um but like i suppose in that respect um you know i'm i'm a married man now and you know i'm opening a new chapter of my life so you know i have a bit of perspective and uh like if we're going to be doing this ben like we've got to get our act together here like you know we've got to like how are we going to make our jump to the next to the next step on the ladder and you know get a couple of big sponsors and you know rival Joe Rogan and no laying up and all these boys like what are we going to do because 
Like, you know, we can't be going on like this forever, you know, a couple of 30-year-olds just messing around on a Monday morning. Um, do you know, need, we've got to... We need something controversial to kick us up a level. Yeah, we do. We need some, we need some investment. So if there's anyone out there <laughs> looking to invest, um, we'll get a business plan ready for that as well. We've got a, we've got a, a few business plans being put together now as well, but we'll get yeah. a business plan ready for that. Like, you know, there's a couple of things that got to change around here, Ben, like, you know, fact checking, um, fact checking has to be, has to be done right from now on. Right. I, when, when Scott joins later on, I want you to make sure he knows that he, he can't be going around, um, you know, we, like we've got to get our facts right from now on because if we're going to be started if we're going to start to be quoted in the mainstream media and um you know if we're going to be in press rooms at big events and stuff like we, we can't be we can't be pulling out stats and then that you know they won't trust ourselves us, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah yeah and also um another thing right i'm going to call out to the correspondence we haven't heard from we haven't heard from our guinness correspondent kip popert in weeks He's been off playing golf and all this sorts of crack and having points again without getting back to us. He actually liked my uh, my wedding Instagram post last night, but I haven't heard any voice notes from him at all. Haven't heard anything from our agricultural correspondent. He was he was having points at some wedding there over the weekend. Um, do you know the our our minister for tourism is is uh, MIA. Haven't seen him. He was. I haven't seen him without a pint in his hand in about a week. Yeah, he that needs man. to get on it. Um, so listen, um, we need to start getting our act around here. And also, sorry, one other thing. We need to start improving our diction. We need to start using proper words and language. Um, Why does I feel like this is like a character assassination on me? <laughs> Shani, there's only two of us in the booth right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if we want to make our step to the next level, we've got to get going here. Okay, okay. Um, and... Uh, just on again, sorry on the on the fact checking, right? Our first story of the week, our first item on the pod today. Um, so there was a lady in her kitchen. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who um, I'm just gonna get it up here. She got struck by uh, she got struck by lightning. In Inside her kitchen. her kitchen. Inside her kitchen. Um, it was reported on RT News that there was a lady can't find the article here now but basically there was a lady who got struck by lightning inside her kitchen and like everyone's seen it the last few weeks in Ireland here there's been thunder and lightning all over the place um, and the weather hasn't really been predictable but um, I just want Scott to che- to fact check later on that I'm fairly sure Retief Goosen got struck by lightning once the famous South African golfer so um, that's something for later on that you can the talk goose. about okay yeah I'll, I'll yeah. note that down yeah so moving into the, the shout outs would you have any shout outs Ben? Kind of, we've had a lot come in the last couple of weeks. Um, a couple of times I've teased people saying we've got a podcast about to be recorded and they've sent in questions, <laughs> but <clears throat> both times we haven't recorded one. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna glaze over the shout outs and we can start that again next week. Um, um, well, yeah, that's the thing. You see, I have so many shout outs that I'm gonna have to limit them down. But um. I suppose if we roll the clock back a couple of weeks, maybe even three weeks at this stage, I can't remember, but um, the uh, event before the US Open, um, what was the name of the Canadian fella who won that event before the US Open? Do you remember? Uh, it was Nick, the Canadian Nick, Open. Nick Taylor won the Canadian Nick Open. Nick Taylor. So I I have a shout out here for Graham Rountree, the Munster rugby coach, to get onto that security guard who tackled... Uh, Adam Hadwin on the 18th green. Did you see that? 
it was so he was at. it was quite the leg drive. Mm. It wasn't he wasn't just he wasn't just satisfied with a, a takedown. It was like a drive pick into the ground. That's a yellow card probably. Yeah, legs were, legs were above vertical. Yeah, tackle um, technique we'd have to work on. Yeah. Um, but uh, to be fair, like it was such a mayhem, and like you know, I'd say with the the champagne spray and stuff, like I kind of I kind of was okay with with him. Like he was doing his job, you know. Like I mean, Adam Hadwin. Like if Adam Hadwin walked past you in the street, would you would you know who he was? No, he walked past me multiple times at the US Open. I didn't know who he was. Brilliant quite, segue into the US Open. There, he's man. he's a he's, um. I will, I will, I do think that the security guard did well. I also, but it's also like just analyze the situation. It's champagne. Like, is yeah. that going to do any damage? No, yeah. <laughs> not really. So, um, okay, so we're definitely going to talk um, U.S. Open with Ben. He was over there in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago, um, and I'm sure we've got a lot to talk about there. But just before we do, just a few more shout outs. Um, my man Kevin Yu is trying really hard to get back into my stable. He is back on the PGA Tour after knee surgery, so congratulations, Kevin Yu. Um, I've also got a big shout-out to Mark Fox from The Plugged Lie, who played in the Rasapena Summer Solstice event. So he played three rounds. I think he teed off around 5 a.m., 9 a.m., and no, probably 5 a.m., 10 a.m., and 3 p.m. or something yeah. like that. Three rounds of golf um, on the longest day of the year on the three Rasapena courses. Um. I'm not sure I could play three rounds of golf in one day. I'm not sure. How no, that did that looked like a lot of fun though. I would uh, I would be getting yeah. my name down for that next year. Although he, really he put up, we are going to get him in. He was he was discussing the best 18th holes, and obviously we're in the middle of supposedly we're in the middle of discussing our best 18. Where that's kind of taking a bit of a backseat recently. <laughs> but well, we just haven't started the back nine yet. Yeah. So, you know, we'll... he had a pretty controversial take that he had the 18th in in St Patrick's Links as one of the best in Ireland, and I <clears throat> I think arguably it's one of the weakest holes there. So, really? okay. Okay. Mark, we'll have you on to debate once we get to our 18th hole, which will probably be in about a year and a half at this rate. <laughs> yeah, at this rate. Funnily enough, because um, I also know we were talking to Mark about getting him on for a, a, an 18-hole Parkland 18, um, because we rarely mention Parkland mm. holes. But um, I was thinking about 18th, and Fota Island 18th is very high up there for me, Parkland yeah. 18th. So. I'll definitely be putting that in the in the box at some stage. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, just finally for me, a shout out to if you're a golfer out there who's planning a wedding, get yourself down to Ballantubbert House in Leash. Have a look around there. A, f- a fine establishment. Joanne and Andrew, thank you very much down there. And if you're looking for a caterer, get on to Gourmet Kitchen. And if you're looking for a day two band, you can get on to my band, the Shambolixes. Um uh, it's myself and three other lads who who run the Run the band. Get onto Sham Band on Instagram, and uh, they'll book you in, and uh, I'll what, I'll try and turn up as well. What sort of discount did you get for that shout out? Uh, to be honest, uh, not much. To be honest at all, but uh, geez, there were some some lads, weren't they? They were good. They were good. Great wedding had by all, Shani. There was even reference to your stable by your best man in his speech. He uh, <laughs> there was. He was worried um, that he, he wouldn't be your best man coming up to the wedding because you're so chop and change when it comes to your stable. <laughs> um, all right, that's enough uh, crap, I suppose. Um, um, my good friend Ben here was over in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. Um, where do we start? I'd say it was absolutely unreal. It was cool. It was very good. Um, 
went over there with my brother-in-law, Jimmy. Um, obviously, I've got a player who's playing, Dion Germishais. He was playing in his, making his major debut. Uh, so pretty cool one to go to, first time. Um, we flew in Sunday evening and we did the practice days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Watched him play 15 holes on the Thursday and then flew out because we were, as uh, as Shani mentioned, we were off to a golf trip in Scotland. Um, but no, it was a pretty incredible experience. The majors are just another level. Having been to a couple of events, um, just just to watch the way the play the the majors look after the players, courtesy car on arrival, um, wow. everything paid for once you get through the gate, uh, like just everything you think of hairdresser on site, physio, <laughs> physio room on site, um, like how many like you've got the US Open is a pretty big field, so do you just have you probably have about three hundred courtesy cars arriving at well, the airport. Uh, it's, it's so it's like 156 players. Each player gets their own courtesy car. So they're so all. So Dylan got a car, yeah. Yeah, so they're all yeah. kitted out with Lexuses. And then one day we were walking, just through the car park on our way up to the site, and uh, doesn't this big, blacked out Beamer roll past with Roy McIlroy with his arm out the window? He wouldn't settle no for he wouldn't settle for a Lexus. Did you um, get him? Did you get him? Did you get him to come on the pod next week? Yeah, he said he'd be in. Um, <laughs> so. And were you like rolling in the in the Lexus Lexus with Dion, or how did it all work? Uh, so my on? myself and uh, my brother in law were just staying in a hotel, mm. so it's actually grand. We just Ubered around the place, kind of um, stay away from him, give him a bit of space, I suppose. Yeah, I uh, like he kind of kept to himself, but then we'd rock up, go down to the range, watch him warm yeah. up. We yeah. played nine holes each day. Um, we'd we'd go out walk nine holes. One of the days was just a, played in a single with Jason Day, who cool. is in my stable. He's one of the nicest guys. Um, is he? I'd say just, he is. He's he just had like a lot of time for everyone. He was just a nice guy. And we played a couple of practice rounds with a few other players who probably don't come across as nice or are just a little bit more in game mode. And yeah. they're not they're not willing to have too much of a chat. So Yeah. Um yeah. but it was cool and like as as Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday went on, the crowds got bigger. Yeah. Like the the viewing spectacle itself. As a golf course wasn't great. It's a difficult if you're following one group, it's difficult. You've got to crisscross across fairways. You can't get down yeah. to certain parts of the course. But during the practice yeah. days, we're inside the ropes, walking alongside Dion, watching him hit his shots, watching him talk through the kind of the the strategy of it all, which is cool. It just gives you a different an insight. What was the like when you were walking on the fairways, was there like not a divot to be seen on the first day and like, you know, like just everything immaculate everywhere? It was actually interesting. I I'm not sure why, but I think the caddies were told not to really repair any divots because they would hit their shots and walk off. But then when you're walking on the next fairway, you wouldn't really notice anything. So I think they just have a little team of people who come out, fill it with uh, with seed, and then make sure everything's looking perfect. But like you wouldn't believe the condition of like the greens, the the depth of the rough in and around the greens. Like yeah. I don't I don't think it's. I think if you and me went out there. Like we probably definitely break a hundred. <laughs> like it wasn't one of those those uh, courses where you're like, no, if you if you, yeah. you're probably going to three putt every green. Yeah, but it's actually relatively out in front of you. The the off the tee, it's really fairly open. But it's when you get in around the green that's when you get punished. Yeah, but sure, Ben, they wouldn't let us out there because apparently this place doesn't let any celebrities be members. So no. they're not going to let the two hosts of the Covered It podcast be a no, member. No, we're probably too and big. Like for we them. love to play. Yeah, we love to play golf in shorts, and apparently the members aren't allowed to wear shorts. No, um, can't, no can't, celebrities can't wear shorts. You can't get changed in the car park. You can only take. You can't a get changed in the car park. 
You cannot what do you put... want to do after a four o'clock meeting and race into your five o'clock tea time? You, you bring your shoes inside, you go into the dressing room. That's you uh, you cannot take a phone call. You have to take a phone call in your car or in a designated phone area in the clubhouse. It's all okay. a bit stuffy. I don't I don't yeah. love it. Yeah. And I'm and it was very um sort of a corporate event. They kind of screwed it up, didn't they? Like yeah. they gave thousands and thousands of tickets to corporate guests, so the atmosphere was crap apparently like not too like it wasn't rowdy like usual no, you know no. like the boston one last year was was brilliant compared to that so yeah there was a lot of people giving out about that uh, and it's just, the, yeah like the late tea times like you know. yeah it's just a bit it's la has got so much going on like you get into mm. an uber and they'd be like oh man why is the traffic so bad and you're like oh the, the biggest golf tournament in the world is like, <laughs> just around the corner they're like oh man no i have idea. no idea what's what's golf like are you joking me yeah like <laughs> The the bit of land that the uh, the golf course is on is supposedly worth eight billion. Like it's in the middle of wow. Beverly Hills. Behind yeah. the fourteenth tee box is the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Like when when you're down there, you can hear all the monkeys. Yeah. Suppo- supposedly yeah. And they're the monkeys. Budgies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. the house next door is for sale for 155 million. So it's yeah. Yeah. It's just like stupid wealth that you wouldn't even understand. Apparently, yeah. Hugh Hefner wanted to become a member and wasn't able to. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what you need to do to become a member, but I know. Smart, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know whatever area of my career I'll be when it's next there or in like 2032, but yeah, I, won't be, yeah. I won't be bothering to go back anyway. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, then kind of like working into the first day and stuff, did you notice any nerves on Dion or? Yeah, like I was, I was chatting to him before, and and he was like, "Look, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm really nervous." He was first, <laughs> he was first out 6:45. Um, he was he was the second man to hit the shot, and like even though you've done it three times in in practice before, it's different. It just yeah. it's different. And even if the crowds aren't that big at six forty five, you're mm. sudden because honestly, and I text all you guys about saying like he's honestly striping it, and he was during practice, and unfortunately he missed the cut by two. I think that's but not like, bad. Like that's not that's no, the U.S. Open. Like yeah. but like the way he was playing in practice, I thought there's no way he's going to miss the cut here. But it just goes to show when you when you when it means something and you're like, okay, well I cannot miss left here because I'm dead. Yeah. Suddenly that starts playing in your head and you just start playing a little bit more conservative. And if you start playing conservative around us open golf courses, you start yeah. to get in a bit of trouble. And like, to be honest, some of the holes there are stupid, like two, 300 yard par threes. threes like he's, yeah, he's hitting. Yeah. So if you hit a three wood, three wood, you're, you're landing on the front of the green and you're bounding at the back. If you're hitting yeah. a five wood, you're, you're not getting enough carry on yeah. it. So it's, it, plays really really difficult um i actually really didn't like the coverage of those long par threes um again uh, apologies for people i know this was two weeks ago and people may not remember but i remember a lot of the coverage just showing us the best shots on those par threes and i was thinking like can you not just show us the lads that are 40 yards short or you know some lads sure surely some lads hit driver there yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and went into the trees. Like I wanted to see the relatable side of those par threes, but um, they just kept showing. Whenever someone stitched it on on a three hundred yard par three, they just kept showing that. I yeah. didn't like that. Um, I look, I can get on board with one with one long par three, but like having two of them, one each nine, it just mm. it's really it handicaps you. It's really it's yeah. difficult, and it's I just think it's that's not yeah. really how golf is designed. But listen, um, hopefully we get Dion on at some stage on the pod. But no experience is a bad experience in life, so hopefully he'll uh, 
he'll just take this on board and earn from like if you think about it the amount of balls that he's probably hit in his life to try and make it into a major like you know all, all sorts of yeah. thoughts and nerves yeah. are probably going through his head there but um uh like missing the cup by two in a in, a, in your first major that ain't bad it's pretty respectable yeah. i'd say yeah. he was just i'd say he was when he finished i'd say he was thinking of a couple of pots here and there that he missed and uh, i was he was just a bit frustrated because he'd kind of got himself back in with a chance Oh, did he? Um, with nine holes to go on Friday and then played not the two longer, it was still 170, 180 yard par three and he just kind of missed it short. And yeah. th- there's so many false fronts on those par threes that if you miss it short, you're running yeah. back into like wasteland and then you're yeah. looking at a double straight away. Yeah. And that kind of, that was the end of that. But look, it was a great experience. He, yeah. He would have played, sorry, he would have played early, late. So he actually yeah. would have been finishing knowing what the cut line pretty much yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. And do you reckon he definitely, like, I presume golfers would, like, be asking their caddy, what is the cut line? What do I need to get to? Or, like, or would he even know? Yeah, like, surely? some play- some players don't look at scoreboards, but he he's yeah. a, he looks at them. He know he knew what he needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look, it was a good experience. Mm. Uh, like, oh, God, the more the more I work with him and the, the players I work with, like, golf's such a grind. He just got on a flight straight to Munich, played, oh. in, played in Germany. He just landed in... Uh, Birmingham yesterday or he's in the Belfry now I'm going up to see him okay. tomorrow morning mm-hmm. uh, then he goes to Copenhagen then we're about to book flights for him to go back to America like oh man and he like, must be we... like Tom Hanks at this stage and up in the air where he packs his, <laughs> he packs his bag like in five minutes and he's you know he's per- like my god but like it's just it's and a week is short when you if you're traveling a long way say you're going to America so mm. you're you're not going to book your flight until sun late Sunday or early Monday morning. You don't you don't land till Monday afternoon. Then you're jet lagged Tuesday. You got to practice Tuesday Wednesday. You're straight into a tournament. Mm. Like if you don't get off the ground quickly, it's yeah. Mm. I know. Difficult. Okay, so looking at the leaderboard, um, it's funny. I I had already gotten over the heartbreak of Rory missing out on another major, but. Two weeks later, I'm looking at the leaderboard again and it's just hitting home again. I will stay on this bus for the rest of my life. I will he, not be getting off the Rory train. I am he here is gonna, for you, Rory. He's going to win another one. It's he just has a matter time. Just like, you know, when you just look at him hitting a golf ball and you're just, you're just like, how does he not win every week? That, yeah. with that It's just beautiful. Like, yeah. his first drive of the week, um, I, I actually paused it, rewinded it, and like watched it three times, just his swing. It was just beautiful. He It was a 380 down the middle. Yeah. He just showed up and he was like, right, let's do this. Um, yeah. And like, to be fair to him, like, he gets so much stick for his putting, but like, there was, it was literally just, for me, it was just that putt on the eighth. It was a par five where he. I'm not sure it was birdie putt, yeah, it was birdie putt, but it was it was makeable. It was, obviously, it was I think it was maybe six feet or maybe eight feet. I'm not too sure, but it was kind of a straight pull left. Um, you could see it clearly. It was straight pull. That for me was kind of the only putt that he really should have hold. Um, after that, I don't know. Like he, he it wasn't like he was missing ten footers. I, you know I, I mean? don't think he. It's not like he lost it. I think. Um. I can't even remember the fellow who won it. What's his name? Windham. Windham Clark. Windham Clark. The, it, 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 for me, it, the final round turned on that eighth hole where where he whiffed one into the bushes and then he hacked one out 
and then he still managed to get up and down and make a six. And I was like, okay, well, if that fair play to him, he's yeah, Wyndham, Wyndham, Wyndham yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know I don't know. I Wyndham Clark's going to go down as one of those Webb Simpson style wins. I know, I know. You're going to ask me in a pub in 20 years who won the LACC, so I'm going to be like, oh, I don't know, I don't really care. I know, I know. It's but just, fair play to him. Fair play to him. It's just um, it's just tough being a Rory fan, isn't it? Like, I've met a few of them. Um, shout out Tom Guilfoyle, I was playing a fella from the links, and we were chatting about this, and we were both saying that our partners, or other halves, um, all they've known is that Rory always loses. Yeah. Do you know? Like, they just wake up and they go, I suppose Rory lost again. And we're like, no, he can do it. He can do this. Yeah. Um. So, listen, we'll just, we'll just have to, we'll just have to stay on the truck. Um. Scotty Scheffler, third on his own um cam smith i didn't even realize cam smith came fourth on his own yeah there wasn't um, much wasn't much live chat going on which was great shame i suppose that the story of the week for the first three days was big rick um i love to see big rick back just what a nice guy what a player great guy to watch but shot five over in the final round um just didn't have it it was always coming i suppose really yeah. that um minwoo lee t5 Minouli is killing it on the so he's got temporary yeah. PJ Tour membership and he just had a top five in yeah. this this week's event as well. Yeah, fair I think play he to could him. Explode soon. Yeah, watch out there. I think I kind of wish he was European, yeah. but he yeah, I know he, <laughs> he has nothing really pulling him to the European tour. Like I actually, he's come back now to play in the British Masters, but I'd say next year if he ties up his PJ Tour card, that's that's him done. He'll be over there for yeah. good then. Well, talking about another European, Tom Kim. T eight, top ten in a major for Big Tom. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like overall, uh, it was a good tournament. I just the tea times were ridiculous. Like you know, you basically yeah. didn't get to watch it at all. So um, I hopefully, hopefully next, hopefully next year, all three of the or I suppose the PGA and the US Open. I'm not sure where they are, but I just love it when they're on the East Coast because you can actually yeah. watch it. I can't remember um, what it is, but roll on the Open. The Open's coming up, and I do love how when the majors start, geez, they all come yeah, thick and fast. Yeah, so the Open is Royal Liverpool. Royal Liverpool on in three weeks. Three weeks, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um, so, uh, okay. Um, where do we leave it? <laughs> I'm just, I'm aware of like uh, recording a podcast on a, like a, a major championship review, but I'm like, we're, we're two weeks past it. So let's not chat too much about it. People are, people, yeah. people don't care anymore. Exactly, yeah. Um, um so any any golf this week? No, you're off on your honeymoon. Uh we're off on our honeymoon there um in a couple of hours. I still haven't packed, so I might go do that. Um get Where are you that off done to? with. Um we are off to Sorrento with the boys, Decao. Oh, it's gonna be um, tropical. Off to Italy Bill. Um yeah, so we're flying to Naples and um Getting a boost down to Sorrento, bit of pizza uh, and lasagna for a week, and um, back for the Saturday comp. I hear, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> damn it, you weren't meant to tell Kate that. <laughs> the only man to plan his honeymoon around the Saturday competition in the links, yeah. So, um, I'll be seeing off at uh 8 a.m. that morning, and uh, hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll get back in, get back into the swing of this podcast monarchy. Um, um well, just before I go, um might as well throw this in the biggest golf story of the last three weeks. Um, so Connor Lally 
of the Irish Times reported on the 13th of June, so 10 days ago. Um, I'm just going to read out the title because there's a lot in it. Hunter shoots man in wetsuit looking for balls at Dublin Golf Club. Did you see I, this? I didn't. So Gar- Gardy believe an incident at Corstown Golf Club to be freak accident with injured man in his 40s recovering in hospital. Yeah, so not only is this game hard enough that, you know, you have to try and get your ball around, your little white ball around a golf course and into a few holes, but you've also got to deal with hunters shooting you at the same time. What the hell is going on there? So apparently there was a group of hunters looking for ducks, I imagine, or whatever. And then there was a group of lads. There's a group of lads in wetsuits jumping into a lake on a golf course looking for golf balls. (laughs) And they started shooting each other. <laughs> oh my god! Do you know what? Like sometimes I'm like, oh, like what do we talk about this week on the podcast, and then I just, <laughs> and then I just see this. Like I was going through our kind of media WhatsApp where we throw in a few links, and I just saw this, and I was like, there is literally something to talk about every single week. Um... <laughs> oh god! Also, um, just before I go. Um, there's a shout out to uh, do you remember when I said a few like on our, one of our very first podcasts that sure everyone has a podcast these days even Eddie Pepperell has a podcast these days a golf podcast he started a podcast do you like, want to know something that's his second go at it he had a podcast about five years ago called the Pepper Pod and no now way he, and now he's just rejigged it with someone else who's he, who's he doing it with because last time he was doing it with Andrew <sighs> Cotter I didn't even I like Eddie now I, I, yeah. I, I think I might listen to it but it's just, it's hard, this game, isn't it? This podcast game. There's just so, we're like just a little. It's about numbers, you know, Sean. You just got to stick I at know. it. Just got to stick at it. Um. So, so there we go. So daddy is going to, daddy's going to head away for a week uh, and leave the kids in charge. Hopefully you can uh, either top onto this pod or get another pod out for this week. But um, listen, when I'm back, things are going to get strict around here. Tell Scott, Mr. Moto Moto, um, that, uh, He's got to get his act together when I'm back, and I don't want any more bullshit um, with fact checking. All right. Right, John. So, uh, how do you change right, since uh, that ring went on your finger? Oh crap! Where is the ring? I don't have it on me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, lads, Patrick. I'll leave you go. Daddy's gonna head, and um, I'll be back to to mind the kids next week. So enjoy the honeymoon. We'll do, bud. Bye-bye. All right, see you later, folks. Lads, welcome back. Um. As everyone who's listening will have just heard, Daddy has gone away on his sta- stag do. No, he's gone away on his honeymoon. He's gone yeah. off to he's gone off to Sorrento. He's left the kids in charge. Finally, we've got rid of him. Um, how are you, Will? Good. See, see you there in the top corner, smiling yeah. ear to ear because we have got a winner in the in the on the booth this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, played off the tips last night and had a decent 77. Took the win yesterday, so I was very happy to get that over the line. Um, can always be a bit of an emotional battle, but Sam McElroy was there to keep me keep me grounded. Um, nice. yeah, very happy, very happy. Um, what's been going on? What's, uh, what's been going on in the life of Will the last week? Oof, or two um, weeks since we were last in the booth. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been here. Um went to St Andrews that was a good crack had a great golf trip there been to uh, an onslaught of weddings and and stag dudes recently um so I haven't actually played any weekend golf but have kind of uh managed to to get back to it now so yeah 
Mr. Sullivan there in the bottom corner, how are we? Benjamin, I'm good, how are you? Very good, all the better for seeing you on a Thursday morning. In classic coverage fashion, um, the first half of this podcast was recorded on a Monday, the second half is being recorded on a Thursday, probably to be released Thursday afternoon, so let's see we what had happens. To make, we had to make sure we got Dad in before, I love how you said that he's off on a stag do, I don't think that man could survive a stag do <laughs> if he had to go on one now. I'd say he's in Italy eating a copious amount of pizza. I love... I love how in the WhatsApp group every evening you can tell that Shani's had a beer because there's just a, a text coming in about something to do with something on tour or some golfer and you're just like Shani's had a beer. Yeah. I've never I've never gotten so many texts from him and he's on or, his honeymoon. Or or the yeah. fact that he was he was swimming around in the sea and decided that he would tag Quack. <laughs> yeah, and hashtag covered it just because he's yeah. swimming around in the sea. I'm like, <laughs> um so uh, as people will have heard, we kind of covered uh, my trip to the US Open, and we briefly touched on St Andrews. Uh, we were up there as a group with our with uh, there was nine of us all together, mm. um, kind of a father and son, but there was a couple of non fathers, a couple of non sons also there. Um, but if Will, do you want to just take us through a couple of courses we played? There was a few. Yeah, that... absolutely, absolutely. So we steered clear the St Andrews um stronghold uh we were we have a, a buddy there tebow um who who gave us some recommendations so we played crail ely um panmure london links and that's it that's it, that's it. yeah so yeah. We, we did we did attempt obviously go to st andrews you want to um try get out on the old course we didn't we were unsuccessful in the ballot Pretty sure because we said no caddies. Um, everyone that we saw come playing on the old course had caddies. So probably for a, um financially, they probably like when you do that. Um, but we, yeah, we went back then on the final day to try and get into it, and it was just a bit of a hack. So we went home. But we'll go back off season and take it off. But uh, no, look, all the have to say for me, Crail probably stood out the most. The the old course in Crail was it was amazing. Uh, it was so cool. It was like uh, it's kind of had old heady vibes for a while. Um, just really nice golf course. Kind of uh, facilities were great. So it, that would be the top one for me. I don't know about you, Scott. Yeah, I'd say that the first one in Crow, what's called the bat, it's called the bal something or the bal balcomi, balcomi. Yeah, but that that was for me was the best course. Um, I think I think Dave, shout out Dave German, our biggest listener to this whole podcast, and the guy who keeps complaining that we haven't released one yet. Um, but he he made a good point. He was like, I wonder if some of the other golf course we played had the same views as that course in Crail, would it be as good? Mm. Um, which he made a good point. Because there are some like standard enough holes on that golf course, but uh but I think the views kind of like over overpowered it into being the best course we played. Um but yeah, I liked it. I liked Panmure. Um I liked Ely was good. Do we mention Ely as well? Sorry, that was yeah. the one we played. Um mm. Ely was good at the start. Um and do you know what? It actually just more opened my eyes to the amount of like when we went there, I think we all kind of had a hope to play the old course and it was probably the thing in my head. But there's so many good golf courses in around St. Andrews. I think like we stayed we stayed in St. Andrews in the heart, literally a four iron less, even an eight irons away from the 18th green. And yeah. we, I'd say, do we have to drive more than more than 30? Like the longest drive of the trip was dropping Ben to A&E. You know, it wasn't going to a golf course and that was 50 minutes, let alone, you know, we didn't have to drive that far to play all of these golf courses in, in the oh. area. So um, it's a great place to just go for a golf trip, even if you don't play the old course or 
or of course yeah exactly i was going to say or even get involved with the whole of our saint andrew's cohort like because obviously they own five or six courses there yeah you don't even have to go near them but you can just stay in saint andrew's um, and there's so many good golf courses around the place um so yeah it was it was very very cool uh we probably played i think we played too much golf i think six rounds in four days was a bit near the end was a bit killer yeah um and we didn't play enough scrambles. I'm just going to die on the sword that we should have played more scrambles. My my life of double rounding is coming to an end. Yeah, that was it was a bit hectic now. Oh, so I will I will say that that's the second time we've been to Scotland on one of those father and son trips. Second time in about four years, I'd say. And last last time we were in North Berwick, so we're a little bit further up. But like there are so many good golf courses in Scotland. Okay, I know I didn't play this year because I wasn't well. But like you're just spoiled for joy. You could go back to Scotland three or four years in a row, yeah. and you wouldn't have to play the same courses over again, and you'd play amazing courses every time. And there's something, <clears throat> something special. I again, like I didn't play, but I, I wandered the first night. I got a, a fish and chip takeaway, and I sat at the back of the 18th hole, and I just watched golfers come in. And there's something special about just being in St Andrews, mm-hmm. and just it, it just has a, has some sort of aura around it, and um. And I'm looking forward to going back up and hopefully getting to play it. I was disappointed that you guys didn't get out on it because I think that's pretty special. But uh, we'll be back for sure. Yeah, wouldn't have been the same without you. <laughs> and I will say that I think, so stupidly, we put our name into the ballot and we put ourselves in as two four balls, which just I don't think was ever going to work because the way it works is that members go out and play and they might go out and play by themselves and then you get put down beside them. So I think any tips going forward, I'd put yourself in as a, a two or a three ball and if you can afford it probably put your name down to take a caddy and you're more than likely going to get pulled out yeah and yeah. so we've, we've learned that for next year there was a small undertone of like of like uh this was a huge um money maker for them a little bit there was kind of like pushing people out 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 um which i hope it's not like but uh <clears throat> look needless to say I, I would do anything to play that golf course it is having having sat there one of the mornings and watched people go out, like it's it's four ball after four ball after four ball. Mm-hmm. Like for for I would say nine months of the year, they must have back to back four balls every single day. Like it's amazing how busy it is. Yeah. Was it three three twenty-five pounds around as well? Like is that what it is once no. you get in? Yeah, uh, three twenty-five, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then like if you think about it like th- that many four balls going out every day we were trying to work it out like and like for it to be a public course they must make a like it's owned by is it um what's that council? probably owned by a trust is it fife fife council oh yeah yeah it like they they must make an, an insane amount of money off that yeah but you probably also you also have to remember that though so we were sitting there like as we said at the time we were sitting there in june and like if you go to the if you go to Lynch, the old head, yeah. Valley Bunny, any of these, no and you sit on the first, first back of the first tee box, there's just going to be four ball, four ball, four ball. Probably the only thing is that St. Andrews, it probably gets a longer, window. longer stretch of it or te- yeah, window of it because it's just the home of golf. It is more famous than some of the Irish ones. Yeah. But I think you could have gone to so many golf courses in Ireland, even let alone in Scotland, and just yeah, watched on the first tee box. It's just going to be yeah. four ball, four ball, four ball, who have paid, you know, it's not cheap to play the old heads. No. They're, you know, all these kind of places. So, not not to, mention, not to mention the fact that it bloody never gets dark there. <laughs> For half the year anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other half of the year, it doesn't get bright. It's like dark at half two. Oh, yeah, um, it's grim. And the last point on it for me is that we uh, we actually stayed in student accommodation 
called Macintosh Halls, which was a three-minute walk less, three-minute walk from the old course from the Dunvegan, and I think it was 45 quid a night. So if you are planning to go to St. Andrews, have a look up for student accommodation. They kind of let it out during the summer for golfers, and it's incredible value. You get a bed, it's exactly what you need. So um, And breakfast. And breakfast. So. Yeah, it was ideal. Yeah, it was. Very fun. good. Um, so where are we going to go next? Is in what Sorry, just, just a, was, was Shani saying to me that were you guys talking about the, the bloke, the guy who got shot in the Corestown Golf Club? <laughs> yeah, we did briefly touch on it. Shani was saying that as if golf wasn't hard enough, that we, know, have, to, we have to watch out for hunters. <laughs> have you have you read the story, Will? Have you heard it? Uh, no, but uh, when I came on there, Ben just told me about it. But like, you know, I used to be a member there, and that's is that's it cool. is is it Town so, or Court Town? Corestown. Because oh, it would have been very apt if it was happening in Gory. It would have like it would have fitted yeah. in nicely. Yeah. Um C O is it C O R R S T O W Yeah. I thought they I thought they shut the course down. Up by St. Margaret's, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah, uh, I think was some guy was like diving for balls or something. I haven't actually read into it, I just saw like the headlines. I think someone was like looking for golf balls in the pond and some guy was hunting and he mistook them for an animal or something like that at the edge of the, the lake and just shot them. Oh, sorry. Uh, well. Another story you'll hear when you listen to the first half of this pod. Um, Shani went on a bit of a rant about our fact checking. He says we need to basically need to up our seriousness. We need to get if we want to do this, we got to do it right. You know, our facts. We can't pot, be letting... pot calling <laughs> kettle black. Is he well in the head or is so he rocked? He was calling. He, he told me again. Told me some story about a, a woman who got struck by lightning inside her kitchen. Um, which somehow was related to the fact that apparently Retief Goosen was struck by lightning. And he said, he was like, I would like Scott to check that for me, please, because that's a pretty big story. He wants me to check if Retief Goosen has been hit by... Man, that fella, that fella would want to have a good look at himself. Like, he's 32 <laughs> and he's given out to us being like, we need to get better at this. And he is the main reason that we're rattling off all these stupid facts that we have to Google. That the main Honestly, sure as soon as that ring went on his finger, he became a diva. Oh, oh. So even in the speech, even in the speech at his wedding, people were saying, "What was a groomzilla and all this stuff?" Like, shit, like I was one of his groomsmen. Don't get me wrong; I didn't have to do anything at the wedding, which is great. Being a groomsman is great. Very well, actually, sorry, my job was like to hold, like to hold his reading glasses for the day, just in case he needed them, or when he had his speech, so he would have his reading glasses for it. I I uh, don't know if I'll ever forget when he stands up to make that speech and the, the way he put his reading glasses on one handed. <laughs> I think it was, nice. like, he instantly it was, became a fifty-year-old man. He kind of he went like this, you know, like the classic. He flicked the legs open and just <laughs> threw them on one-handed, and the speech came up. It was like he was reading the paper on the toilet. Um, the and sorry, how, how funny? How funny was it when William? You had a great heckle. Shani, uh, Patrick was making his uh, his speech at the wedding and and so on, and he he was doing this really lovely, cute moment with Kate, his now wife, where he said that he would uh, throw his clubs in the liffy for her. And that's from the back of the room, William just shouts, do it. <laughs> it got such a good laugh from the room. My God, it had me for a good five, ten minutes giggling away. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> um, and one one more shout out for Kate. Uh, we arrived in down into the dining hall and we looked at the menus and they were uh, masters themed. So it was Kate and Patrick's oh. masters menu with the masters logo, uh, the green writing. It was all very cool. Um, touch of class from Kate. Is he on the thing? Oh, I can't. Oh, no. I have one here. I said I kept uh, one. I took one out of the way of. I was like, I'll keep one for them. Um, I'm sure they already have one. But anyway, uh, so also, any, also, any news on, on Retief Goosen? 
1985, at 15 years old, Retief Goosen was struck by lightning on a golf course in South Africa. The clothes he was wearing that day are now on display at the World Golf Hall of Fame. Where would Patrick have picked that up now? You know, that was the first thought I got as well. I was like, what <laughs> in God's name would he have read that or even learned that? Uh, sorry, I'm just going through the headlines of what I've typed in and it was like lightning strikes twice for Goose and I was like, surely he wasn't hit again. Was he? Um, but no, I think it's just he won. He won an event. And it was just, it was, it was that he strikes twice. That, that's quite common. If you if you get hit by lightning once, you're, you're far more prone to get struck again and again and again. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. That's shit luck, isn't it? It is. It's screaming off now. Screaming off. Yeah, where did, where where is he pulling? He must have, you know, this could be one that either a tweet or something. He, you yeah. know, you know, on like golf channel when it like the, it goes off the golf and it goes yeah. to like people talking in the studio and they talk montages, the twenty minute montages, yeah, and ninety percent of the time, or like or like, no, even like in the studio where like Nick and someone or like somebody painful is just talking about something to do with golf. Ninety percent of people just pick out their phone and go right. I'm zoned out of this because I don't want to listen to this. But Patrick's like, right, this is my bit now. This is my bit, and he focuses more on that than the actual golf. Popcorning in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just to go back to your man who shot your man in the, in the water. First of all, yeah, I think it, that's outrageous. You, and also, you can't be doing that. Uh, so, how yeah. stuck are you for golf balls? Just fucking buy some, buy some seed golf balls. They're the best value you'd yeah. ever get. Seed.com. We did go diving for balls in gorse bushes before in, in the golf club. So, I mean, ah, but that was COVID times. Yeah, like that was because we couldn't yeah, sure. couldn't do anything else. But like also the, uh, guy, the guy who shot him, like mistaking him for a bird, it's not very fair. You shouldn't be shooting them off the water. No. Did didn't uh, Darren Sweetham used to go diving for balls in uh in this land in the water? Well, one time in Bandon Golf Course on the sixth, myself and Darren were playing with uh with my dad and Darren hit a golf ball into the into the pond down there. And so it wasn't that far in. So he took off his, his, his shoes and socks and pulled his shorts up. And then he started wandering in and then he saw some more. And then he got halfway into the middle and then it suddenly got very deep. And no matter how high up he pulled his shorts, he couldn't get them high enough. So he, and he was stuck in the middle. He couldn't go out one way. He and he got, and the, the black plastic underneath got very slippy. Um, anyway, he came out with some very wet shorts and about three, about three soggy golf balls. That was not worth it. Um, oh, that's, that's so good. Okay, moving on. I've been watching some, this is un, unrelated to golf, but there's two things I've watched on Netflix that I would like to deep dive next week if you guys would uh, would humor me. One is Breakpoint, the tennis uh, drive to survive. Anyone watch oh, it? Oh, yeah. Can't say no. Second half, I second half is much better than the first half. Because they did they released one half in like January and they've released the other half just now. The other thing that I am all in on Oh my god! I'm a, I am a cycling fan. Jumbo, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a Jumbo Visma fan. I heard it's unreal. Oh my god! It's that's the best documentary I've watched since uh, the first Drive to Five. Wow! So if you could all watch that, Tour de France, isn't it? Yeah, Unchained Tour de France. Um, because I think the tour is kicking off in two days, maybe. So alongside the cricket, the Ashes, I'll be having a split screen with uh, with cycling so my life is about to get real exciting yeah most can uh, yeah i've heard you're saying it at the wedding that it's really really good and then there were numerous people who were jumping on the bandwagon being like saying that it was unreal 
I was um, there first. And now, I, now since it's happened, I notice more cycling things of like Chris Froome getting dropped, or he's not in the, the Tour de France this year, is he? And there was another one with some other cyclist name that I knew. Or so I'm just Brian saying, we could we could create a little sub pod once a week while the tour is on, have a little have a little chat about what's going on, the stages. Scott, you'll love it. Yeah, I mean, sports documentaries, I usually do, and random sports to get into. Um, yeah, I probably would. I ended up watching, randomly this week, I watched the, I watched pretty much most of the, the world, the world college baseball final between the, between LSU and Florida. So I do I love a random sport to just, did you? Yeah, yeah. there's three games, three yeah. games on, and I, I don't know, I was, I don't know how I first got into it. I think it was in the evening, they were showing the highlights of the first game, and I just got into it, I don't know why. Um, and I watched the next two. So look, I'll I will watch it, and then we can talk about it. Um, okay. Yeah, because okay. I because I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the golf one to a point. Um, no, the golf one just... pales in significance to compared to tennis and compared to cycling. One, I think cycling, because just because I knew nothing about it really, and I and I didn't yeah. realize the whole team element. Tennis is because they followed a few other guys that aren't. They didn't follow Nadal, Djokovic, whoever. Um, they followed TFO, they followed Taylor Fritz, uh, guys that aren't necessarily winning majors, but they're having upsets. If if they did that in golf and they followed guys who are 200 in the world grinding on the European Tour or the Corn Ferry Tour, I think that would be much more interesting. Yeah. I think Taylor Fritz got upset yesterday at Eastbourne, mm-hmm. I believe. I actually, more ags, didn't memory show. serves me correctly, he was, the top, uh, he was the top seed, I think he lost. I actually walked past him in uh, Victoria train station the other day on my way home. Was his girlfriend there? Yep, she was. And oh, guess, boy. guess, guess which one I spotted from afar first. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who for anyone who doesn't follow tennis, um, or more importantly, the the boxes, the team boxes at Wimbledon from last year. Mm. What we're talking about basically is like walking down the street, meeting Dustin Johnson, but you're seeing Paulina first. Uh, that's what, what we're talking what, what about. The name? Morags on Instagram. More, her real name is Morgan Riddle. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way I would have gone about that comment. <laughs> not her Instagram handle. <laughs> let's 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 not get ourselves in trouble again, Will. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say we should uh, just tick this out. <laughs> um, okay, getting getting back to golf. Uh, not happening here, did it? There is in fact some golf on this week. Uh, the British Masters just started. Um, I was actually up there on Tuesday. Um, our very own Kip Popersh won the G4D British Masters by seven shots. Um, it was so a f- good he is so good. Um, I watched him play a couple of holes. Um, I watched him play 18. He came off. I said, well done, Kip. He just walked straight past me. And then he took a double look and he was like, oh, I didn't recognize you not being on Zoom. Um, and then he talked me through an unbelievable birdie he had from 17 from under a tree. Um but unbelievable golf. Uh, and, and and when I was walking on the course, those disability tees are not that much further in front of the pros tees. So even more incredible. I think Kip finished three under. The next best was three over or four over. Um, so he's he's just playing an unbelievable standard of golf. So congrats, Kip. That was great. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Did uh, uh, oh, sorry, did you did you guys see the video? Um that uh shout out to Kinsale's finest, John Murphy. Put up of uh, the lads playing mini golf. Yeah, so funny. There's a Minwoo who did the thing. Yeah, so relatable. The amount of times you play mini golf, you get this bad run. It's great to see like Minwoo playing unbelievable golf. To be fair to him, the PGA Tour this year, using the exemption real well. Um, great to see someone on a mini golf course absolutely falling apart. You know, 
but it's not just me and Dundrum on some random date, you know. Yeah, I've been um, every time I've played mini golf by Jemima. You, yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Bit of a bromance um, forming between Minwoo and John. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I think they, I think they might have been mates beforehand. Yeah, but I've seen a lot of content going up on John's Instagram of the two of them. I saw them in player dining together, just holding hands and feeding each other scrambled eggs. Um, so, like I said, I was up at the up at the British Masters on Wednesday, having a walk around, had a chat with uh, Quack players Robin and Goodmunder. Um, so hopefully they'll have a good week this week. They've just teed off. Uh, Gradecki also in the field. Um, the Belfry look, does look like a lovely course. Yeah, what was it like? I was going to ask you. Yeah, it was nice. It's it's kind of tight and tree lined. Uh, kind of walked nine holes with Dion, and he, like he he played in a group of South Africans. Um, I saw him birdie quite a few holes, and I've checked his score this morning, and he's three over. So, you know, practice oh. rounds don't equate to uh, the real thing. But, uh, yeah, it looked like a nice course. So, be watching a bit of that. There's plenty of sport on this weekend. Unfortunately, you and me, Scott, are at a wedding, so I'll be yeah on my phone. I know, I was thinking that there's lots going on. I've just had a look there and not the fastest start for Mateus, but time no. left. Time left. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Liv? Liv's back in Valderrama? Yeah, I saw that. Did you see? Sorry, also, to have a, not to constantly go on about like people in Liv that I don't like, but um, I'm going to do it anyway, is the, see the Sergio thing of I've got a friend back and all that kind of crack. I'm like, how bloody fickle was your friendship to begin with that it's over the weekend you've patched it up at the US Open and oh, I don't know. I just I just can't buy into Sergio anymore. I used to really like Sergio and the whole Ryder Cup thing and then the last couple of years I'm just like, oh, no, I just don't. And then when he went to live, I was like, this is grand. I have a good reason now to just admittedly say I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, just, oh, it all just seems a bit, I don't know. It just seems a bit fake, some of that kind of stuff. Um, he also came out but, and said, this is the strongest field ever assembled at Valderrama. And I'm just a bit like, Oh, there was a world golf championship on there that Tiger won. Can we like why golfers just have such short memories? Oh yeah. It's just some of the stuff that like again, even since the the agreement and stuff like that, some of the stuff, the content that's becoming out on Twitter, I just don't even want to look at it. Yeah. Because it's just so like oh but. I know I'm, I've kind of ignored I've seen like there's been legal documents and I haven't been bothered to even deep dive into them just because I just want to wait and see what's actually happening. Cause one, I'll I i do not understand all the uh legal jargon and I just want to know whether Liv is getting disbanded or not but I haven't heard a peep out of Jane Monaghan since he was ill so I kind of help feel like uh, okay they're, they're just shaping him up to push him out the door yeah, like, yeah I'd say he had a cold and then someone yeah. internally was like here we've made nasty balls of this maybe you just take a bit of time off there yeah. I'd say he did I'd say he barely had a cold I'd say they were just like you're you're sick for the next two weeks yeah, yeah. you're gone um so yeah so we so we're we're back in Valderrama um would anyone like to take a guess at who's leading the team standings uh I'm gonna go with the uh aces correct I was gonna say the same and anyone you were you were in your absolute ring I was swiftly googling it on your phone there as I see you looking down who Uh, yeah does anyone want to take a guess on who is uh dead last they're 114 points behind the four aces. Oh, it's not the cliques. They're second last, right? No, it is the cliques. Damn it. No. Scott, well, you're, I, getting, you're getting you're getting scarily close to getting a tattoo, Scott. 
I was that was not the deal. <laughs> I I was doomed to begin with. Like I'm not going to run through who was on the cliques again. But for anyone listening to the podcast who doesn't know, go Google who's on the cliques team, and then in your heart of hearts, tell me that there's any chance of me not coming last. I mean, they're absolute garbage. So I don't know. Martin Just putting Kimer, that out there. Richard Bland, Graham McDowell, and Burnt Wiesberger. Like that is. Who's the other fourth person that comes in? There's someone, or a fifth person that comes in when Martin Keimer doesn't play. I don't know. I think it's some. Is it it Laurie Cantor? No, it's not Laurie Cantor. No, he's Majestics. There's some. There's someone else. I think it's Shani. Shani would do better at the moment than some of these fuckers. I mean, should have got Sebastian Munez. Oh yeah, give us give us a run through of your team again. There, there, Will. Uh, I have Mito Pereira. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Munez. Yeah. David Puig. Puig. <laughs> yeah. Puig. Um, uh, captain. My captain. My captain is. Oh, I can see his face. Give me initials. J. J. N. J. N. That was really dips into the ball. Lucky Neiman. Yeah. Nice. Um. So that's that start this today maybe. I think it starts today. No, it's a Friday um, start. Who knows? Matt, who... Matt, Wolf, Matt, Matt Wolf's back in it too. He is. There was rumours he was going to leave Team Smash, but he couldn't Smash. find another team. It's interesting. I saw the relegation promotion part of it all, and they say you can uh, you can't get relegated if you're a team captain, and you and you also can't get relegated if the team says we don't want you relegated, which is like. It's obviously just going to come down to who's friends what? with who. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I think a couple of players will come up from the Asian tour. Uh, I don't know. It's an absolute shambles. Who cares? Um, what's going on the PGA Tour? Rocket Mortgage. Tony Fina defending. Oh, That's yeah. By the extent of my knowledge. It. I presume it's not an elevated event. Did you see, uh, sorry, just slightly off. It's just, it's more American golf. Did you see Eric Cole? Do you know Eric Cole? The yeah. PGA Pro. See that? Yeah, he drove. But he, he's played like 12 events in a row. He's actually playing good golf. He's having some like year or two years on the PGA Tour. Drove eight hours or something to play in this Invitational and the first prize is 20 grand. And as of, was it yesterday or the day before, he led by eight shots or something. Nice. He's like eight shots ahead of the field. Like imagine being at that Invitational being like, oh, I've got a chance here. And then just a PGA like pro who's actually playing on tour shows up and just absolutely wipes the field. You know, I, there must be a reason. I, I didn't read into it further. There must be a reason why he showed up at the... Uh, the Invitational, but he's some glutton for punishment driving that far just playing something that yeah. he's probably going to walk. It's also, it's actually more of a risk for him going there because if he doesn't walk it, you're kind of like, come on, man, you're a PGA yeah. pro, you're playing the PGA Tour the whole week. Um, almost more pressure that way. Pretty two, good two days work, like 20K. Well, he's on the PGA Tour, Will. I mean, yeah. like he's, I'm sure his earnings this year heavily exceed, do you know what? I'll let you know what his, what his uh, earnings are. That. Yeah. Do you know, I saw an interesting thing um, yesterday as well about golf balls over the last while, and they rated them all. Did you see that? No, golf digest. And supposedly, the best golf ball ever made was the 2021 (laughs) Pro V1. Random. What difference does that make? I wonder. I don't know. I don't know, but like, yeah, apparently that was the best golf ball, and like the the 2023 one was like. 
was like 15th or something down the list. Um, so I don't know whether innovation is helping or not, but it was interesting. They had like ranked top 100 golf balls over time. So well, um, just to, for, for the record for the 20K, Will, Eric Cole has played in 29 PGA Tour events and he's made 2.8 million. Hmm. So I think he's... Doesn't need to get out of for... It's probably okay for the 20K of the eight-hour drive that it took him to get down. That's the glut of sucker for punishment, like you said. Um, last bit on live the uh, obviously the the open the open is coming up, so the final qualifying is taking place. Um, and I think there's 21. I think no, uh, yeah, 21 of the live players are attempting to qualify or have already qualified, and some of the names that just aren't bothering. I just thought it was really strange. Ian Poulter, not attempting to qualify. Uh, Lee Westwood, again, not attempting. Martin Keimer, um, Paul Casey, Sam Horsfield. I just don't get why you wouldn't bother. I understand they've got a bit of a chip on their shoulder about they feel like they should get in because they're a good enough player, but it seems like a really strange thing. Um, yeah. And also Chase Kepka rocked up to uh, qualifying at County Louth last week and didn't make it in. Did he? Yeah. He finished uh, T17th. I think the top nine players made it through. Chase Gepko was beaten by our very own Paul Murphy, who wears quack playing on the Alps Store. Now that, geez, print that statement on a piece yeah. of something and hang it hang it in the fucking Louvre. That is unbelievable. Paul, go on, Paul Murphy. Um, Chase Gepko. That's unbelievable. Again, unfortunately, Paul missed out by one shot, but just... Uh, don't go into the details then. I just, I'm just like, why Lee, like you live in the UK. So I don't know where you're going after Valderrama. I don't know what the next event is. I think it's probably the, the event in London. Like go home to your house in Newcastle, go play in the qualifying. If you shoot the lights out, you get to go play in a major championship. Give yourself another chance. Like, I don't know. I just think uh, it's strange from them. Like, but look, anyway, here's what it is. Yeah, there must be a reason. I'd say they're just a chip on the shoulder. I'd say they're just yeah. like, I'm too good, good for this kind of crap. They're just collecting um, the paycheck. Yeah, fair. I'm surprised Paul Casey stuff as well. I thought Paul Casey would want to, but... Unless he's injured, yeah. maybe, but who knows? Could be. I haven't, uh, I haven't looked into it, to be fair. I'm just checking here. Oh, yeah, he's in the field. The big guy for the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, while he's not here, i got to do it for Shani. Uh, big man Kevin Yu. We'd, Shani did mention that he's, trying to, he's, he's back he? on tour, so... Uh, he's, he's in the field he's in the field tees off today at 10 past 5 Irish time one of the leaders in driving distance excited to watch like absolutely. Gordon Sargent he's in the field this weekend um, just, uh, just having a look here oh so, sorry this was the last thing I, we actually needed to do so while I was in the US Open um, we obviously ran a competition for a signed flag signed by Scotty mm -hmm. Scheffler and John Ram, the two uh, world number one, world number two. So I'm just going to put it into a random, um, pull out all our names here. One second, just do. copy and paste. Do, do. I'll do the countdown tick. No. You wouldn't have ready by the time we got to the doom. Would you believe? Just guess what name it just pulled out. Scott Sullivan. No, Scott, you didn't enter. Sam McElroy. No way. No way. Congratulations, Sam. Um, that flag will be on its way to you. It can, it can take pride of place in your man cave, wherever that is. 
I think I think that's a bit of justice, or not justice. I think that's a bit of karma, though, for just being a good. Wasn't yesterday, Will? Didn't he kind of had a great start yesterday? Unfortunately, kind of didn't have a great finish in, yeah. and was just w- willing you on all the way in. Unreal. Like, he, was, he was the best hype man I could have asked for. That is just that's just good karma, isn't it? That's yeah. unreal. You love to see that. You love to see that. Okay, lads, I think we're done. Um, good to be back in the booth after a couple of weeks. Let's let's get back onto uh, our regular schedule when Daddy's back. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds um, good. Enjoy your weekend's golf out there, anyone who's listening. And we uh, will uh, chat to you soon. Yeah, it's not too late to run, Darren. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Cheers, lads. See you later, lads.